Where are my young people? Okay, where are my young people? Okay, you're going to get your hip, get your hips moving. Okay, now, this song, I just say I try to turn scriptures into songs so that way you can remember. So last week was kind of a, 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 a salsa beat, you know. Thy word, have I, no. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm 119, verse 105, and a light unto my path. Psalm 119, verse 105, and a light unto my path. Okay, good. So now, this one, Psalm 119, verse 11, this kind of has a rock beat to it. So you got to kind of bob your head. Okay. So <clears throat> this is Psalm 119, verse 11. And it goes, uh, Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm 119, verse 11. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. So I'll, I'll say it and then the group can kind of, they, they put a little sauce in it for me. Okay, so it goes, Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm 119, verse 11. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm 119, verse 11. Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. You got it? You got it? Okay. Are you ready, PT? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here. Psalm, Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm. Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin again. Here we go, Psalm. Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word, your. I'll let you warm up. Here we go, here we go. One more time, one more time, one more time. Psalm 9, wait. Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm. Your word. In my heart that I might not sin against you. One more time. Psalm 119. Here we go. Psalm. Psalm 119, verse 11. Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word, your word hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. One more time, one more time, here we go. Psalm 119, verse 11. Where it's found? Your word, your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin again. One more time, Psalm 119, verse 11. 
2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 to 17. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from a childhood. You've been taught the Holy Scriptures from your childhood. And they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. Verse 16, this is, this is the scripture that I want to get across. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, and it'll instruct you how to live right, God uses the scripture to prepare and equip his people to do every good or every God work. I want to speak on the subject scripture and prophet see. Scripture and prophecy. We have a sure script that if you follow it, a prophet success you will see. Hmm. You say, what is that found in the scripture? As Israel was about to cross into the promised land, the Lord said to Joshua, he said, that the word <clears throat> that he gives to his, his children, that that word should not leave their mouth, but that if they keep that word in their mouths, that that word will cause them to have good success. So we, we, we want you to realize, in fact, let me read it. For some reason it has skipped my memory. But in Joshua chapter 1, is anybody with me so far? In Joshua chapter 1, yeah, thank you, Jose. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in a day and night to observe all that is written to the, in them, therein, for then you will make your way prosperous. You will make your way prosperous. If you stick to the script, you will make your way prosperous and you will have good or God's success. So it is imperative that we understand that we have to stick to the script. Now, I was sharing with you last week that this word scripture, it is a Greek word, uh, which is the word graphe from which we get our English word graph. 
And this, this word graphe, it means a, a writing that gives direction or gives information. It is, it is a writing. Scripture is a writing that gives direction and gives information. If you're with me, say amen. And so you remember we, we, we talked about the fact that on last Sunday we prayed about uh, um, suicide. We rebuked the spirit of suicide and we rebuked the spirit of racism. Are you following me so far? And this, the script talks about in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, talks about men are always to pray and not faint. And then it talks about a widow who came to a judge because she was demanding justice. And so we were, we were asking God for justice against the spirit of suicide that is destroying so many lives, so many lives of the young people. And, and the point is, is that as we follow the script, which said to pray and to keep praying, and Luke chapter 18, verse 8 says, but when God comes back with the answer, will he find faith in the earth? And I want to, and so you may say, well, what happened between last Sunday and this Sunday? Well, there's things I can't share with you here, but I'll let you know that the spirit of suicide had been rebuked this past week in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. And I can't share, but God is doing that. But there's something else I can share. Remember, we used uh, Brian Flores as a touch point for racism. Are you following me? And, and so what happened after we prayed? After we prayed, uh, uh, two coaches, two African-American coaches were hired by the NFL. That's after we prayed. And you, and you may say, well, what do you mean by that? I mean, that one of the coaches, they were going to hire a, a white coach who the highest level of coaching he did was high school. You, you're not getting what I'm saying. They were going to bypass coaches who were head coaches in the NFL to hire a dude who didn't coach in the NFL, didn't coach in college, high school, but then we prayed. Now, I feel like preaching here. Now, some of you, your attitude is, so what? Okay, now we have three black coaches and five minority coaches. Whoopee. The Bible says in Zechariah chapter 4, oh my, you need to come up here so I can slap you five more. In Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10, after 4 verse 6, we, we, we love... 4 verse 6, no, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. But verse 10 in the, in the NLT says, do not despise the day of small things, a small beginnings, because the Lord rejoices, oh, shit, the Lord rejoices just to see the work begin. And so what am I saying? 
I'm saying that sometimes God will do a small thing, I feel like preaching up in here, just to see how you will react. And so when you do a small thing and your attitude, so what? Oh, God says, okay, fine. If that's how you're going to respond when I do something, there's no sense in me doing something bigger. But ah, come on here, right here. But the Bible says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. What does a magnifying glass does? A magnifying glass takes a small thing and makes it I said a magnifying glass makes a, takes a small thing and makes it bigger. So when God does a small thing, I give him high praise because if I give him a greater praise, he will do a greater thing. I'm going to tell you why God ain't blessing many, many of you with great things. It's because your attitude stinks. It's because you're like, oh, is that all you did? Oh, you know, I wanted a job that paid $100,000, and all you got me was this job at Wendy's. You better praise God for the He's saying, you know what? I want to see how you react when I do a small thing. Ah, let me tell you something. Who do you think God, you all are parents. Who do you think God's going to bless? The child that goes like this, is that all you get on? Big deal. Or the person who God did a little thing, and they're like, yes, hallelujah, glory to God, yes. So you sit there with your dry self. Oh, God is boring. No, you're boring. Yes, I said it. You're boring. I'm not saying if it's not in your personality to run around, and if it's not in your personality to wave your hands, but we've seen you when your favorite team wins. We've seen you when you were excited. So don't tell me you can't get excited. God needs us to magnify him. God needs us that in everything give him thanks. I bless you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. I thank you that my family is in the house of the Lord. I thank you, Lord, that my daughter Vanessa has, has not had a sickle crisis during this pandemic so that she had to go to the hospital. I thank you, Lord, for food on the table. I thank you, Lord, that young people are dying from COVID-19, but everybody I know is still alive. Ah, I'm alive because there's more. Ah. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I'm going to subtract one minute from my sermon to give you one minute to give him praise. To give you one minute to give him praise. You're not too young to praise the Lord. You're not to train your children to bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that we're debt-free church. Thank you, Lord, that all of my children are still alive. Thank you, Lord, that I'm in good health. Thank you, Lord, that I are. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, even if I don't have a job right now, thank you for the job I'm going to have. I bless you. I give you praise on credit. I give you glory. Oh, God, just as, just as loudly as I complain, that's loudly. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to glorify you. I'm going to magnify you. Nobody's going to have to wonder who I'm praising because I'm going to make 
the little thing a great praise because a great God deserves a great praise. And so I thank you for answering our prayers. Would I want more? Sure, but I'm going to praise you for what you've already done. Because if I praise you for what you've already done, you will say there's more where that came from if you praise me. This word, scripture, means a writing that gives direction. This is going to be an unusual word because I'm going to just just keep speaking scriptures into you and you're going to see why in the end. But this word direction, a writing that gives direction, this word direction is a, is a it comes from a Latin word, dirigo, and it means a making straight. It means a straight line. Are you with me? It means set straight. So the scriptures is a writing that sets us straight. Psalm 50, Psalms 5, verse 7 to 9 says, But I, by your great love, can come into your house in reverence and bow down toward your holy temple. Lead me, Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight. <sighs> I need to think I have to bring this up. Make your way straight before me. Not a word from their mouths can be trusted. Their heart is filled with malice. Their throat is an open grave with tongues that lie. In other words, stop trusting what the culture says and trust what the word says. Let me keep going. Psalm 24, 27 verse 4 says, Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Ah, Psalm 107 verse 6 says, Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress, and he led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle and let them give thanks. After he leads you in a straight way, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love, his wonderful deeds for mankind. Are you with me? Proverbs 2, verse 12, wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse, who, who have left the straight paths to walk in dark ways who delight in doing wrong and rejoice in per perverseness of evil. And then this is the one that we love. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Isn't it interesting that one scripture is mentioned in all four Gospels, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3, Matthew 3, verse 3, Mark 1, verse 3, 
Luke 3, verse 4. John chapter 1, verse 23. A voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. How? Make straight a path for him. I believe what the Lord is saying, PT, is that we need to get our lives walking according to the script so that our paths will be straight, so that the Lord can release in our lives what he wants to release. For some of us, whether we're in this room or online, the greatest enemy to us is us. We blame the devil, we blame people. The bottom line is that it is us. And that's why you have to get that script in your life. Your script have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. One of the definitions of the word sin, of course, one definition is to transgress, meaning to cross over a line. That is the line of the scriptures to get out of. But, there's the, but another definition of the word uh, sin in Hebrew, it means to miss the mark. To miss the mark. In other words, God has a target for your life. God has the specific spouse that he has for you to marry. God has a specific job that you have, has for you to marry. Let me tell you something. Just because a job has, just because you have, uh, just because there's a job that you have two choices, just because, it, just because one job pays more than the other does not mean that that is God's will. Because, listen to this, and you may want to write this down, the devil can disguise blessings as curses and curses as blessings. Let me say that again. The devil, the devil, the devil, the, the word devil literally means slanderer. It means he is a liar. He will lie to you about God. God doesn't care for you. Look, if, 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 if God really cared for you, would you be going through all this? He will lie to you about God. He will lie to you about other people. Look how they're looking at me. See, see, they don't, they don't, they're judging me, and they don't love me, and they hate me. He'll lie to you about people. He'll lie to you about your parents. He'll lie to you about the church. He'll lie to you about you. Look at you. There you go again. You're a failure. You'll never make it. He is a liar. He's a liar. So we have to walk according to the script. Jesus prayed for his disciples and he said, God, John 17, verse 7, God, sanctify them, which means set them apart for by your truth. Your word is truth. And so the devil many times, he will disguise blessings as curses. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, man. He, he. There's a man in the Bible, his name is Joseph. Say Joseph. Joseph means, may the Lord add to me. Are you hearing me? You get to see your spirit. Joseph's name means, may the Lord add to me, yet he's thrown in a pit. Looks like subtraction to me. Then he's put into slavery with part of his, in part of ourselves. That looks like subtraction to me. And then he's in prison. That looks like a whole lot of subtraction to me. What's your name? My name is, may the Lord add to me. Well, what are you doing in prison? 
I could run, I mean, I could run around this church. But God was adding to Joseph's life even though Joseph couldn't see it. First of all, he put Joseph, sorry, he allowed Joseph to be in a pit so that Joseph had to depend upon God. See, because some of you are in a pit because, uh, some of you are in a pit because God's trying to take away all of your options. Be, uh, because if God were to bless you in your options, you would give your options credit instead of God. So now, so what did Joseph, what, what did God add to Joseph in part of his house? Easy. In part of his house, Joseph learned how to run the economy of Egypt. To the point that he was such a great steward and such a blessing to Potiphar that Potiphar said, you know what, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm leaving everything in your hands because I trust you and the only thing you can't touch is my wife. In fact, Brother Tade, you're a professor of economics, I believe that the word economy comes from a Greek word which means household. Well, what did he pick up in prison? Before Joseph got into prison, are you hearing this? He had dreams. But when he was in prison, he learned how to interpret dreams. So that by time God was ready to add to his life things that everybody could see, he already learned that I have to depend on God. He, had, he already knew how to run the Egyptian economy, and he already knew how to interpret dreams, and it was what he received through the testings of life that prepared him for the palace assignment. Am I talking to somebody right now? You are going through something and you're thinking the Lord is subtracting from you, but God is getting you ready for a palace assignment. I don't know what that is, but let him, fi let him finish doing his work in your life because in the final analysis, you will begin to praise him. Oh, yes, this word scripture, it means, I'm almost finished here. Don't worry, I've only been preaching 22 minutes. This word, scripture, graphing, means a writing that gives direction. No, he wants to make things straight. And it's in a writing that gives information. Information. Now, the word information is so horribly, it's so horribly explained. Information is, information does not deal with your brain. What do you mean? No, information does not deal with your brain. Instruction does not deal with your brain. Are you hearing me? It's quiet in here already, but that's all right. The word information, it, it, it comes from two Latin words, uh, or three. Uh, the, word, the, 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 um, the suffix 
T-I-O-N, shun, means the process of. The word formal, it comes from a Latin word which means to form, of course, to shape, to pattern, to modern, model rather, to design on the inside. So information, the goal of information is to create a new form of you on the inside. The word instruct comes from two Latin words. Instruct, we get our word destruct. What does destruct mean? It means to tear down. Obstruct means to put in front of so you can't see. Obstruct. Construct means to build together. Instruct means to build on the inside. Lord have mercy. To prepare on the inside. To put in order on the inside. To join together on the inside. To arrange properly on the inside. What are you saying, Bishop? I'm saying that the scriptures are to have an effect on you, not in your brain, but in your heart. It is to build character in you. It is to build structure in you. That's why the scripture said, remember, I said the Greek word for the word scripture is graphe. James 1 verse 21 says this, lay aside all filthiness and superfluity and naughtiness. This is the King James Version. And it says, and receive with humility, with meekness, the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. What is your soul? Your soul is the way you think and the way you feel your heart. So what happens is that when you read this word, it grafts into your heart. So before you used to use uh, curse words, but the more you are in the word, all of a sudden, the word grafts into your heart because Roman, the, Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, 35 says, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. And what happens? The more of God's word you get in your heart, the less you'll be swearing. And there'll come a time when, you're, when the word of God is so in your heart that you can't even find curse words. Turn your name and say, neighbor, I hope that day comes for you. Thank you. There was a, a, a teenager here a, a few months ago, and they were, they were first-time guests. And I remember, um, I remember uh, praying for her arm because her arm was looked like 80, 90 degree burns on her arm. And when I touched her arm, it felt like rubber. And the father said, no, my daughter got burned and she's going to, uh, to the Burn Institute Shriners to have a skin graft to remove the skin that has been burned and put a softer, skin from our other part of her body. And my point is, is that God wants to take the word, which is the sword of the spirit, 
and cut away the old you and put his word inside of you. He wants to do in our lives what he says in John chapter 1, verse 12 or 14, and the word became flesh. I know this is boring for some of you, but it's going to change your life if you will start practicing the word instead of listening and amen and that was nice and holding up signs like hey what do you think that matches oh it was a five you know bishop was funny last week and oh this week oh it was an a instead of rating the word why don't you do the word because all of my hollering and 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 it, it is amazing how people you know we're watching all these amazing sermons on YouTube, visiting eight churches, hearing the best preachers, and we still haven't changed. We're still our sorry selves because you got to be a doer of the word instead of a listener. We ain't in here to entertain you. When are you going to get to the brace break? When are you going to get to, ooh. That ain't going to help you when you have to deal with the devil. The only thing that, the only weapon you have against the devil is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. But some of you have such little word that you don't have a sword, you have a nail clipper. You, you, you ever see a nail clipper where they have the little thing? You're coming to the devil like this. Jesus wept. Devil's like, that all you have? Um, um, okay. Um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Devil's like, that's all you have? The devil don't even have to take off the heavy artillery for some of us because we know so little word. But oh, we can quote the next episode of, you know, I just, I just I have one audience here because some of you all don't like me, but that's all right. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. You got to, let me look at you. So when they get mad at me, you got a boyfriend, a fiance, a girlfriend who ain't even saved. They, they, they are as far from Jesus Christ as the east is from the west. I'm, I'm looking at you right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you have the, you have the audacity to let out of your mouth, Aldenita, because she sees her, the Lord led me to this person. Where, see, if you knew the script, if you knew the script, the script says, be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. So come here, honey. I am preaching, but that's all right. So what happens now is that let me show you what happens. Can you, can you get on your knees? Okay, I want you to get on your knees. Can I get up? I, I'll help you up. 
Okay, so now I'm, I'm, I'm Johnny Unsaved. And she's Jennifer Love Jesus. Okay, so I want you to say, just say a 30 second prayer. Okay. We're praying together. Father, we just thank you for this day. We just bless you. We glorify you. We thank you for who you are in our lives. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for being our strength, being our peace. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you, Lord, for, you, for giving us faith to believe you and to trust you and to walk with you daily. Thank you, God. You're so good. Your mercy endures forever. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in you. We praise you, Father. We praise you. We thank you. Thank you, Abba. You're so good to me. I bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Keep going? No, you're okay. good. Okay. Now here's <laughs> Sammy Unsaved. Dear God, um, this is Sam. Um, I live at 56 Magazine Street. Uh, God, um, help us, help us to be good people. Help them, Lord. Help God, them, Lord. Help them. God, um, um, help us to live good lives. Um, God, put, put food on my, put food on our table. Yeah, we thank you for putting food on our table. See, what's happening right now is Sammy is talking to a God that he does not know. And this is the person you want to pray you out of trouble. The Bible says, how can two walk together? unless they agree. I'm trying to help somebody. Because then after I do, and all hell breaks loose, and you wasted, I always say this, no one, I don't know anybody who takes twenty-five dollars to $30,000 to celebrate one day and then to split up six months later. I'm trying to help you. We have got to get back to the scriptures. We got to get back to making decisions to, to ask the Lord, Lord, what do you think? To inquire of the Lord. If you get an opportunity, read 2 Samuel chapter 5 where David, he's, he, he's constantly asking God, God, should I go up? Should I not go up? Should I do this? Should I not do this? God wants to direct our ways Regularly, let me just say these last scriptures. The word uh, uh, scripture, it, it, our English word scripture is the word scriptum, which means to describe or to write down. Well, to write down where? Proverbs chapter 7, verse 2 to 4. Keep my commandments and you will live. God, my teachings as the apple of your eye. God, my teachings as the apple of your eye, as the pupil of your eye. Uh, bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister. And to insight, you are my relative. Jeremiah 31 verse 33 says, This is the covenant I will make 
with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. Hebrews, last scripture, Hebrews chapter 8 verse 10 says, this is the covenant I will establish with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds. I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. One of the definitions of this word scripture, I'm gonna close with this point, reminds me of this plaque. This plaque is something that I cherish. It is a plaque and I'll just read what it says. It says, Reverend Brian C. Green, for teaching us to pray and leading us by example we pray God's richest blessings upon you as you are installed as pastor, the intercessory members of Pentecostal Tabernacle, June 3rd, 1995. So this year, this plaque will be 27 years old. Now, the point I'm making here is that the people who gave me this plaque this plaque, a number of them are no longer with us. Uh, for example, uh, Mother Esther Collins, who is uh, Pastor Warren's mom, she was part of the group that gave me this plaque when I, the day I was installed as pastor. Uh, Mother Agnes Darlington, uh, you know, Dr. Marion's mom and uh, Brother Sean's grandmother and Yolanda's grandmother, she was one of the people who gave me this plaque. Uh, Mother Bertine Brown, Helen Brown's mom, and uh, Brother Robert, he waved his mom. Uh, she was one of the group who gave me this plaque. Of course, Mother Watson, who lived to be 100, uh, she was part of this group who gave me this plaque. Deacon Cecil Cummings, he was one of the people who gave me this plaque. Uh, my father, Reverend Herman L. Green, he was the one, one of the people who gave me this plaque. And of course, uh, Mother Louise Salmon, my mother-in-law. Th th these people gave me this plaque. And you may say, okay, so what are you saying? The word, the, the word scripture, both in Greek and also Hebrew, it means to engrave, to engrave. The engravement in this plaque is gonna outlast my life. Because these letters are carved into this metal. God wants the scriptures to be so carved into our hearts that wherever we go, the word of the Lord will be our constant guide. That's where we have to get to. And so I'm gonna ask you to stand at this time. I told you that's my last point. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to ask you to take a minute. If, you're, if you have children next to you or your children around you, uh, you can include them in this prayer. But I, I, want, I want you to pray. And those of you online, I want you to pray that the Lord will give, give all of us, me included, a greater hunger for the scriptures, a greater hunger for his word. I really believe that God is ready to do some amazing things, but he needs us to have an insatiable desire for his word. The scripture says, blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So for just for the next minute, just pray, God, give me a hunger for your word. Father, help me to love your word more. Lord, give me strategies. You can stop praying. Lord, give me strategies on how to read the scripture more. Lord, bless my children that maybe we can read scripture together. We can memorize scripture together. Many of you remember, there was a time where you were memorizing one scripture a day. When's the last time you memorized a scripture? That goes for me too. But Lord, help us to get back into the scriptures. Lord, we, we, we spend a lot of time listening to people preach the scripture. But Lord, it's time for us to get into the scriptures for ourselves. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, give us a hunger. You're, you're about to do something. You're about to do something. But help us to love your word. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just give 30 more seconds. Let, let's cry unto God. Lord Jesus, help us to be like Job. In Job 23, verse 12, he said, I've esteemed the words of your mouth more than my necessary food. Father, Jesus said, quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3, man shall not live by bread alone but man shall live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Oh, Jesus. The writer of Psalms said in 119, verse 30, 130, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Help us, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, if we say, I, I, I really am struggling with the word and, and instruction about the word, what the word says. Help us to, there's, there's Bible class online every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock on Zoom, PT, the well. We can come and learn about the scriptures. Oh, God, help us. Help us, Lord. 
You said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Could it be that we don't, we're lacking in our faith because we're not really getting in the word? Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to ask Lady Common if she would come and pray. And also, she can sing. Thank you, Jesus. Could you just take 30 more seconds? And if you could, you know, put your hand on the shoulder of the person next to you. I think we can do that. Not, not hold hands, but put your hand on the shoulder next. And, and, and pray that God really creates a hunger for the word. Even those of us who are really in the word, that we'll, we'll get more of a hunger for the scriptures. There's so many strategies. You can buy the, you can get the Bible on an app or you can get the Bible through audio where you can just constantly listen to the word through your devices. Uh, you, you can look at the word on YouTube. Oh, there's so many different ways. But we have to do better, folks. We have to do better. God is about to do something. Oh, and I know for some of us, it's like, ah, I have a struggle, and I really don't have a desire to read the scriptures. Well, welcome to the club. That's why we're praying, God, give me a greater hunger for your scripture. Get, I, I've tried to do everything. Make me hungry for your word. You said, blessed are they that hunger and thirst. So bless me with a hunger and thirst for your word. Those of you online, those of you who are watching online, don't sit back cry out to the Lord God give me a hunger for the scriptures for the word as Jessica shared a couple of weeks ago if if you don't want to read it in the New King James version get another version that's simpler the New Living Translation the NIV get something that will get the word inside of you hallelujah father we just simply come to you and say yes help us Help us. It's not going to be a flowery prayer. Help us. Help us, Abba. Help us to want your word. Help us to love your word. Help us to hunger for your word. Help us to thirst after your word. Because you are the word, Jesus. You are the word. So if we don't want to know your word, we're basically saying we don't want to know you. We don't want to know you in your fullness and in your power, even your suffering. So, Father, I pray for us, your children, Lord, that this year that we would desire to go deeper in you, deeper in you, in your word, God. As Bishop said, it's your word that will save us. It is your word that will rescue us. It is your word that will heal us. It is your word that will give us instruction. It is your word that will bring us back to right standing. It is your word. It is truth. And when so many people are looking for truth, we will find the truth in the word of God. So Lord, thank you for giving us this message this morning. Lord, may we meditate on this word. May we go back and listen to this word. May we listen to it over and over so that our faith will be made strong. I thank you, Father God, for your love for us, how you love us, how you love us so that you would even have Bishop going through this series of the scriptures. Thank you, Lord. 
We honor you. We bless you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to. I just want to, uh, before Lady Common gets a closing blessing, I just want to really uh, honor, uh, uh, I think it was uh, Deborah and Emmy Dunsey who, Emmy who was leading worship, you know, how they had a vision and a group had a vision for the junior Bible quiz team and the teen Bible quiz team, just encouraging children to memorize the scriptures. And I know that took a lot of time, but I believe that those children memorizing chapters of scriptures, that's going to change their lives. And I pray that, you know, as we, as we begin to pursue this new path that God has for us in young adults ministry and in, in, in children's ministry and youth, that, that God will strengthen our, our leaders to walk in the word of God. I just want to encourage you on this Friday, uh, there's going to be fan into flames and God has blessed us where the Ethiopian church, our congregation, uh, Emmanuel Disciples Church, they're combining with our young people for service on sun, on this Friday night. It is going to be amazing. Their, their Jessica is going to be speaking this Sunday. And that, that, that young lady is on fire for Jesus. Uh, and I'm really excited. And then and Jessica, and you don't know these people, but Jessica and Danny, who's also a leader, they're going to be leading worship on Friday night. So we're together. So this is not just you know, for you know, uh, millennials and Gen Zs. Let's come out and support that, that service so you can see what the Lord is doing. Amen. Keep praying. Keep praying that we have a hunger for the word. I'm telling you, this is our year. Tell somebody this is your year. Turn to that person and say, no, this is my year. my year. It's a good year. It's a good year. Lady Carmen, could you bless us? Well, I'm going to ask you to put your hands out as if you're receiving palms up, receiving from the Lord this day, the priestly blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May he look after you, shield you, defend you, and take care of you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May he grin, may he beam, and show his pleasure on you. And may the Lord be gracious to you. May he be kind-hearted, pleasant, and compassionate to you. May the Lord show you his favor that will promote you, will appreciate you, will support you, and side with you as you side with him. And finally, may the Lord give you his shalom, which is his peace, his rest, his harmony, his calmness, his composure, his prosperity, his success. And may the Lord remove anything, anything, anything that causes agitation or discord with his divine purpose and destiny for your life. I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone says, I receive that blessing. God bless you. Have a prosperous day, prosperous week. Hey, family. Thank you so much for joining us for today's service. Special thanks to those of you who continue to generously support the work of this ministry. We are so grateful for you, and it's because of you that we can be a blessing to this community. If you enjoyed the service today, please like, share with your friends and family, 
and subscribe to our channel so that you can get a notification whenever our services go live. We also invite you to follow us on social media at PT Cambridge in order to stay connected to this ministry. Hey, we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for watching and God bless you.